Welcome, you're listening to the third season of The Baker's Notebook, a podcast about home baking. I'm Stacy, a mom of two, and I enjoy baking with my kids when I'm not teaching biochemistry lab. And I'm Mia, a romance author and home baker. We're two longtime friends who met and bonded over the perfect apple pie. Bake along with us as we find new recipes to try. Listen as we compare notes about our successes and inevitable failures in the kitchen. Learn along with us as we become better home bakers. recipe at a time. This week, we're baking braised chicken with lemon and olives by David Tannis for the New York Times. Stacy, why did you choose uh, this recipe for this week's episode? I was looking for something to cook for dinner. <laughs> and <laughs> in this, we love lemons and we love olives and we eat a lot of chicken. And so when I saw this recipe, chicken with lemon and olives, I was like, this is perfect. This is for what we're going to have for dinner. And it, it, like we said, it was in the New York Times by David Tannis. And I was really excited because it involved chicken thighs. And mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite cuts of chicken. I don't know how you feel about chicken, but I love a good chicken thigh. Mm-hmm. And so that got me very excited. And um, like I said, the lemons and the olives and garlic. And I like that it was Meyer lemons. Did you actually use Meyer lemons or did you use regular lemons? No, I couldn't find any Meyer lemons this time in the market. So I used regular ones. Oh, okay. But um, I do love a good Meyer lemon. Oh, I love I love a Meyer lemon. My husband planted me a, a Meyer lemon tree for Valentine's Day. So we'll see how that goes. It's oh, right that's now. sweet. Yeah, that's what I asked for. I said, can you please, please, please plant me a Meyer lemon tree? Um, and so between we'll between the Meyer lemons, you know, between the Meyer lemons and the knife sharpening for your anniversary, like I'm very envious. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little it's like three sticks in the ground right now. So we'll see. <laughs> it doesn't look yeah. like a tree yet. So we'll see. It might take several years yeah, before I actually get Meyer lemons. I love it because we have a grapefruit tree that we we adore and then we have a lemon tree and a little now we have a little uh, golden nugget tangerine tree in the backyard and like they look awful for the first (laughs) two three like they look like they're dead it just does look like a stick in the ground and I thought I had killed that grapefruit tree yeah and then one year it just starts you know blossoming and then and then you know good fruit's about to come it's it's like magic it's pretty amazing so how long did it take for your grapefruit tree <laughs> before you actually got fruit? Because you get quite a lot of fruit now, and it's beautiful. We get tons of fruit now. Um, it took about five years. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean, of, like, severe neglect. Like, I didn't feed it. I didn't prune it. Like, I didn't do anything to this poor tree. For the first couple of years, we didn't even have any irrigation. So, yeah, this tree had a hard early life, but it came through. and now it's gorgeous so you know i think it's one of the great advantages of living in southern california is that we can have great citrus in our backyards it's it's great yes which is kind of it's like a luxury really it is were you able to use the lemons from your tree or were they not quite there yet no they're still green so i had to get some from the market but i just used regular supermarket lemons and they were just fine in this 
And so did you still use two lemons or did you go with more since I th- I feel like Meyer lemons are, are smaller oftentimes mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. a regular lemon. So did Let's you see. just. What does this recipe call for? It calls for two Meyer lemons cut in wedges. I, I did two. And okay. it, it seemed like a lot of lemons. It seemed like a lot of lemons and a lot of olives, but I mean, yeah. it was delicious. So, okay. Yeah. So, so that works. So whether you use a Meyer lemon or a regular lemon, mm-hmm. we still both went with two. And so that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you went with chicken thighs or did you use a different, did you use a different cut? No, I love chicken thighs. I love oh, them. Yeah. yeah. The flavor of them is so good. And they're a very forgiving cut of chicken. Right? Yeah. You don't have to watch them so closely like chicken breasts, um, right. which dry out like in yeah. the blink of an eye. So chicken thighs, if you're, especially if you're a beginning cook, like chicken thighs are such a great cut to start with because you can't really... They're hard to mess up. Yeah, you can't overcook them. I don't want to say you can't. I'm sure there's a way you can, but it's not easy. So, you know, if you overcook them just a few more minutes than you should, like you'll still have nice juicy chicken. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I love it. Um, And then I thought the seasoning was um, pretty straightforward in terms of, you know, classic. You you have the garlic cloves, um, the rosemary so i didn't have crushed fennel seeds that was mm-hmm. something i didn't have um so i just skipped it did you mm-hmm. did you have that no i i went on a special mission to find fennel seeds because i wanted to cook with them i've never cooked with fennel seeds before and, and yeah this says crushed so are they like like a powder or what does it look like i'm not sure if they sell them in a powder i bought them whole and then okay. I guess you could crush them in a mortar and pestle, but this is half a teaspoon. So I just crushed it in my hands. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it was fine. I think that the flavor of half a teaspoon of fennel seeds is really strong and fragrant. Okay. So you definitely could taste it in there, even though it was just half a teaspoon. It was so good. It was really nice. Mm -hmm. Next time, maybe I'll go on a special mission then. (laughs) I I think you can, you can easily get fennel seeds in an Indian market or middle eastern market i'm pretty okay. sure okay yeah and and it'll be a little bit cheaper than if you were to go to like a specialty spice store or supermarket or mm. whole foods or something like that and what kind of olives did you use uh you know i didn't have time to go get extra extra nice olives so i just used a jar of um they were pitted kalamata olives just black okay. olives how so about you you? Went, you went with pitted olives right yeah so um i actually went with olives that actually had the pits in them mm-hmm. trader joe's sells this it's not in the refrigerated section it's it hangs <laughs> it hangs on the shelves because it's in a bag it's oh. like in this vacuum sealed bag and it's a mixture of um black and green olives i want to they might even be kalamata um but there's also green olives in there too mm-hmm. and they're in a very flavorful brine Mm -hmm. and it's like i said this vacuum sealed bag and so they're hanging uh on the they're not on a shelf they're hanging like from the shelf like on a special display thing Mm -hmm. and i used that uh that bag of those that sounds perfect they were it was like it was meant for this recipe (laughs) (laughs) because he does say a mixture of black and green olives and Mm -hmm. so i did that but I was thinking about those olives 
And I changed this up just a little bit, this recipe. Well, I omitted the fennel seeds, but that was just because I didn't have it on hand. Um, and I actually cooked a pound of angel hair pasta. Mm -hmm. And I, instead of like skimming the sauce and all of that and concentrating it, I just, once this chicken was done, put the chicken on a plate, dumped my cooked pasta into the pot Mm -hmm. that the chicken had been cooking in swirled that all around. So it would like get mixed in with the sauce. And like mm -hmm. I said, I didn't, I didn't um, skim it or anything. Then I threw feta on top of it because oh, wow. I was thinking lemon, olives, and feta. Like mm -hmm. that just sounds like a really good combination to me. So then I mm -hmm. threw feta all over it and then put the chicken back on top. Oh, nice. And served it. And it was like, you know, dinner or like a full dinner with everything there mm -hmm. like that. And so I, I, I enjoyed it like that. And then we had some broccoli. So we served it with that and some broccoli. Was it very saucy? It was. It, it, it wasn't like there was sauce like left over, but the pasta absorbed the sauce mm -hmm. to uh, in a, a degree that it was plenty flavorful. Mm -hmm. So the chicken, there wasn't really extra sauce to like, you know, dip your chicken in or anything like that. But there was enough sauce on the pasta to satisfy us feeling like there was sauce if right. that makes sense <laughs> yeah no it, yeah. you mean it combined really well yeah it combined really well and i have to say the the feta went really well with this too mm -hmm. um it, it that that addition was just really nice and then uh adding broccoli also was that that vegetable is so forgiving i think broccoli you know can go with so many things and that went really well with this as well so if you're looking for like, how do I make this into a complete dinner, like everything in almost essential, almost a one pot meal, mm -hmm. just add some cooked pasta and some cooked, you know, microwave some broccoli, throw it in there and you're set. So I really this was really, it. it was really delicious. I think the texture of the chicken, super tender, right? Yeah. Super, super tender. And the thing that surprised me is, you know, when you buy chicken that has the skin on bones in it it's for flavor right right um and i always feel like when i buy chicken with skin i want that skin to be crispy like i'm yes. like okay if we're gonna have this like let's render it so it tastes like really nice and and shiny and crisp and yeah. so i was worried that in making this dish that there would be like this is gonna sound gross but like like flabby bits of skin you know what i mean <laughs> like, well I'm because sorry. you're braising it because of yeah. the braising I thought that that would be the case. Like there'd be rubbery kind of skin hanging out in your chicken. And that's not yeah. fun. Right. Right. But what really surprised me that it almost like melted when you cut the chicken. Yeah. It, it was very, very tender and no flabby skin at all. And so that was really cool to me. Yeah, um, I agree. There's a note in this recipe that says you can do it on the stovetop because braising, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording. Braising is cooking something uh, in two steps, right? So you, you brown the meat and then you simmer it in like a small amount of liquid, um, usually in a covered dish, right? Mm -hmm. And so there's a famous Filipino dish called chicken adobo. Yes. And this dish reminded me of that method because there is a two-step method. There's high heat and then there's a liquid. And the liquid is, for me, my favorite part of a chicken adobo. But the recipe that I have, which uses the same cut of chicken and about the same amount, mm -hmm. it only takes 30 minutes. Oh. 
Yeah. And I was wondering if you, um, apologies to David Tannis, because this is a delicious recipe, but if you did this on a stovetop with all the liquid covered, it would only take 30 minutes for you to get that temperature. And I wonder if it would be as tender. Yeah. So you did yours in the oven, right? I did. I did yeah. it in my um, Pyrex like casserole. Yeah. And I covered it with foil because I don't have a lid for it. How about yeah. you? Yeah, I did mine in. I have this really cute, big cas big casserole dish. It's it's up in oblong oval and it has like these really pretty scalloped edges, and it's it's quite large. And that's what I did it in because I just mm -hmm. I love this dish. But it doesn't have a lid. It doesn't come with a lid. So I just used foil. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, when it came out, I didn't do the the skimming and the the reducing reducing because I just dumped in a, a pound of cooked pasta into mm -hmm. it. You know, the chicken out, dumped in a pound of cooked pasta, and then put the chicken back on. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I guess that also answers your questions in terms of was there enough sauce? I think if I had reduced it, there wouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. um but yeah so that's a good point if this was on the stove my guess is you should probably adjust the cooking time i right? think you don't need very much time at all to cook it because this is already this is an hour hour 20 what yeah is this? yeah yeah it's 20 minutes to like get the chicken browned first mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then uh and that's without the liquid without so much liquid right and then you right. add the broth and the olives, and that's when the braising part starts, right? And that's mm -hmm. an hour. Yeah, see that, to me, I think you could cut the time. I really do. Yeah. So for me, if I were to do this again, because I'm lazy, is that <laughs> I would put everything, I would put everything in uh, like a big Dutch oven. Uh-huh. And then I wouldn't do any of the browning because my chicken didn't brown anyway. Mm -hmm. Not that much. Uh, and I would just cover it and cook it for 30 minutes. And I think your chicken would be done that way too. Like as long as you don't stir it, the, the stuff wouldn't break up. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then just see, just see if it's cooked. After yeah. 30. Yeah. I didn't bother to check. I didn't, I, I covered it, set a timer for an hour and walked away. I'm pretty sure an hour is fine in the oven. I mean, you know, that chicken's boiling hot, so it's yeah. fine. Um, I think the presentation is nicer in the oven, but if you want the flavor of this dish, mm, mm, mm. I think, and don't have a lot of time, I think it would work. I really so do. So do you ever cook chicken adobo in the oven or is it always on the stovetop? I do it on the stovetop, but then, like I said, I like a crispy skin. So what I do is I cook it on the stovetop, take the chicken out, put it on a baking sheet, and then I broil it. Oh, to get that nice crisp going. Right. And so while it's broiling, I reduce down the sauce and oh, then you take the, you take the chicken in and pour the sauce on top. Oh, bang. 40 minutes less. It's so fast. And so do you brown your chicken before, uh, braising it for the adobo or no, because you're going to do the broiling later to get the crispiness. Exactly. I don't, I don't brown it. No. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm. It's different, right? The browning in chicken adobo happens after you cook the chicken. That's what makes okay. it kind of a strange dish. Okay. Yeah. And this dish, you don't even have to brown. No. So I don't know. No. I'm Next time I make this, I'm going to do it on the stovetop and see if I can do it quicker. Yeah, that's great. Just, you know, because then if you're thinking about making dinner and want it faster, mm -hmm. if you can cut off 30 minutes, that's awesome. Well, actually, you'd be cutting off 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah so that's that's really significant that would be great you got to let me know how that goes i will and you know i like that you made this with pasta i think that um the sauce is so delicious when it's <laughs> that sauce oh good my god it's so good <laughs> you reduce it a little bit um uh-huh. i did and like i really wanted a baguette i really wanted a baguette like some kind of crusty bread yeah yeah that would be a really nice addition to this because you can still get all in oh that would be really good So, Mia, what are we baking next week? Next week, in honor of St. Patrick's Day, we are making lamb shepherd's pie from Guinness. Yum. Thanks for baking along with us this week. For links to the recipes and other notes, please check out our website, www.thebakersnotebook.com, or follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Baker's Notebook. You can leave us a voice message on our website if you'd like to be featured on the show. If you bake any of these recipes, please make sure to tag us on social media. We'd love to see what you create. Until next time, happy baking. Bye.